Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. I am Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Amen. Glory to God. So um, we're going to get right into it. Uh, the title of this message is called Pray By Your Identity. Pray By Your Identity. Where do I get it from? Um, oftentimes I'll go on social media just to see what's happening, you know, see what, you know, feel people out, see what's going on, see what people need prayer for. And I'm checking out all these, you know, a couple of different apps and whatnot. And I see people praying and I see them praying amiss. I see people shaming themselves and not believing that God has forgiven them. I see people beating themselves up and not crying. They're trying to cry out to God, but they're going. (laughs) They're doing that. And God will tell you, yo, man, what you doing? That ain't how you come to me. And so the Lord wants you to know how to come to him. And so we're going to start this off with the Lord's prayer. It's in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse seven through 15. And it says, but when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the breath, as the heathen, as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. The ye means you. And then it goes on to say in verse 9. After this manner therefore pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. To hallow means to honor, to reverence, to worship. And reverence, another word word for reverence is like, I guess on the street it's like respect. Respect. Amen. And so some of y'all might say, bow down, bow down. You see, with God, he'll never eat. With God, you want to surrender to him. When you love him, you love yourself, you want to surrender to him. And so anyway, it says, hallowed be thy name. And in verse 10, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, I've explained that part to you before. It basically means to pursue, overcome and surrender all. And so that means that you are to pursue the kingdom of God. And he and you are to come in agreement. Your pursuit of him is to come into agreement with him. And to surrender to his perfect will. That's how it is in heaven. They pursued, pursued, believed, believed. And when they when their body gave way. And when they gave up the ghost, they gave up their body. And they died. They decided to die. They went, they left their body and went to heaven and continued their surrender as they did in the earth. And they continued their surrender unto the Lord and their belief in God in heaven. It says, give us this day our daily bread. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the one that sustains us. His word keeps us encouraged. His word keeps us encouraged. Jesus is the word, the bread of life. And it says, um, 
And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgiveness is a big deal, y'all. Forgiveness is a big deal. And I'm going to tell you why in these next few uh, next few verses. It's, and lead us not into temptation. That includes iniquity. That means pictures of temptation. Audio of temptation. Uh, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now power has to do with fear. Meaning you are not to fear anything because God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. That power is the strength. That power is faith to believe that Jesus has the victory. He has already won it. And because he won it, it is yours. And you have the power, the authority, and the permission to pray the Father, meaning ask the Father to pray is to have a conversation with. To ask the Father anything in the name of Jesus and it will be given unto you. Now the anything is anything that Jesus has already paid for on the cross for you. Any You want healing from any disease? There are 39 categories of diseases that you can ask for prayer and healing from because Jesus covered it all. You need healing for your finances? Jesus took authority over that. You need food? Jesus did it. He already paid for the ground to produce for you, which means you can go into the grocery store. You need money to buy food from the grocery store. That's your finances. Believe God. He says, yes, you can shop for free, but you can also shop with money. Because I will bless you in this earth if you believe. And I'll give you some more scriptures for that. And so. And so this is about how to pray. So I'm telling you how to pray. And then it says, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Because if you don't forgive, then you cannot be forgiven because that unforgiveness will hold you down like a weight, like a cement weight. Like, you you know, you heard about the mob used to back in the movies. You see the movies, those black and white movies and some of them in color. And they would be like, yeah, he going to sleep with the fishes. And they would tie a chain and attach the chain to a cement rock and make them drop down to the bottom. And the only time they would float up is if that chain would break somehow. That's what unforgiveness is. It's like a chain around your legs that floats you to hell, floats you to the bottom of the river. In this case, that river will be hell. Because unforgiveness will send you straight to hell. You'll go to God for judgment, and that judgment says, yo, you got unforgiveness. You refuse to forgive that person, even though I've forgiven you. Well, I can't forgive you. Bye. See ya. But so when you pray, you got to say, Lord, you got to repent of all unforgiveness. Lord, I forgive everybody that's trespassed against me. Take all this unforgiveness, Lord. I don't want none of this hate. Take it all from me. I don't want it. You can have it, God. Because God goes on to say in verse 15, but if ye forgive not men that trespass, that men, that if you forgive not men that trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. And so I have said that this morning. I I said a prayer. I was like, yo, Lord, this this person did X, Y, Z, bling, 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 bling. And I'm telling him all the details. I'm like, yeah, Lord, go get him. And then I hear, yeah, you need to forgive. What? What? Wait, wait, I'm, 
I'm 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 Gabby. You know, prophet, I encourage people. I'm Gabby. Yeah, whatever. Whatever your title is, you need to forgive. Now I'm summarizing, right? But that's the gist of it. So I said, I, 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 because I'm always praying for people. I hear somebody died or somebody about to die. Lord, take all their unforgiveness because I don't want them going to hell. And God's like, I'm saying the same thing to you that you be saying to other people. You need to forgive. Now, God didn't say that to me exactly how I said. I'm just summarizing because I heard while I was writing this up. Uh, I want you to go to verse 15. And I'm like, who that? Now, it ain't the devil that'll be telling you go to verse 15. Show sure ain't, show sure ain't. Something okay, it has to be God. Although I could not hear his voice. It ca- it's kind of like I heard it, but I didn't hear it. You know what I'm saying? I knew it was not his voice, but it was some, it was a voice that I heard. And I'm like, who is this telling me scripture? And it wasn't God because it didn't sound like the God I know because his voice is all like James Earl Jones, like deep. You know? <laughs> it's quiet, but it's deep. And I'm like, okay, you know, I know that's to be true. And I'm like, you know, verse 15, you know, that's on forgiveness. Now I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and add that in there because I know it's true because he just put it on my heart early this morning when I was talking about somebody and I had, and God had given me the name of who he had become. See in the Bible, every name has a description of who, of the character of that person. And one day God had given me the name of someone that wasn't his actual birth name. It wasn't what his mother and father named him, but it was the character that he had demonstrated before the eyes of God. So God told me what he calls him. He told me what he calls him because that is his character and his character is unlike the character of Christ. Now check this out. The one of the names of the Lord is uh, Adonai and it means almighty. You'll find that in the book of Revelations uh, chapter verse uh, chapter one, verse eight. And um, let me read that to you real quick. Okay, so in Revelations one, chapter 1, verse 8, it says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, say of the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So God is telling you right away, look, this is who I am. I am the Almighty. Amen. Isn't that awesome? So if God is the almighty and we are the sons, now women are considered sons, male and female sons. We are the son of the most high God. If he has, if he is the alpha and the omega and he is power, what are we? We are that same engrafted power. We get our power through Jesus because Jesus got his power through the father. So as Jesus is, so are we. You're like, Kathy, what does that have to do with prayer? Power! Power is what has to do with prayer. Stop crying when you're going to God in prayer and you asking him for something. I saw uh, online this person was saying, yeah, um, 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 ooh, I, I sinned against God. I made a mistake and now I'm all jacked up. Now it don't even matter what the jack up is. It don't even matter. Because check this out. Every one of your jack ups, is covered in the blood of Jesus. It don't matter what your jack up is. It's covered in the blood of Jesus. Now, some of y'all say, well, what about murder? You know what? 
you don't have the right to take a life. But yes, it's actually covered. However, you will pay the price if you take a life. Just the way Cain paid the price for taking the life of Abel, his own brother, God kicked him out of the kingdom. The only thing that God did for Cain, he did two things. One, he didn't kill him. He didn't give him what he deserved. But two, he did prevent other people from killing him. So yeah, you and he put a mark on his forehead and basically let everybody, I'm still protecting this one. And God had a reason for it. Because every victor needs an enemy. And Jesus is the victory. Amen. And so Cain would go on to raise up all kinds of hellbound people that would rebel against God just the way he did. And so anyway, we call those, well, never mind. <laughs> we'll put it like this. I was in a store the other day and a girl came up in a store and she had on a shirt that says, and Jesus ran. And Jesus ran and basically she was calling him a coward. And I said, you the crazy one because all I saw is Jesus. Check this out. Jesus loves you so much that he got you to put his name across your heart. It was written right across her breast, right across her heart. He, He got her to put his name, whom she claimed to hate, right across her heart. And I said, ha, ha, ha. You wear the name of Jesus, it has power. Hallelujah. So no matter how much you hate, you, your ignorance is even covered in the blood of Jesus. So you got to know you got some power in Jesus. You have power. So what I'm saying this all to say is when you are praying, be specific in your request to the Father. So like, for example, don't be like, Okay, Lord, I need some money. He be like, "All right, here, here goes, here goes a penny." What? He like, what? He like, well, you didn't, you didn't tell me how much you needed. You just said I need some money. You weren't specific. I gave you a penny. Yeah, what you gonna do with it? Now, if you are anointed, meaning. I should say, if you believe in God, I do mean anointed, amen. If you believe that God can, that he can multiply some things, do you think that his that His sincerity and that his joking, because God got jokes, <laughs> and his and him, if he gave you a penny, don't you know that penny would be anointed? And don't you know that that penny could multiply? So you know what I would do if I made a mistake like that? I'll go, okay, i take your penny. And I'm going to sow it. And now I'm asking you for what I really want. And you put out a you put a dollar amount on that penny. I don't want you to make this penny into a million pennies. I want you to turn this penny into billions of dollars because I want to help you with the kingdom of God. I want to bless some people. I want to be blessed to be a blessing. Now, don't get it twisted. You are not smarter than God. He's telling you, I want you to come up to my level. And he says it in Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 through 4. It says, when 4, it says, um, I'm going to just go ahead and read from 2. It says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision 
and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, will not tarry. It will not tarry, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Now, here's the other thing you got to hear. And verse four says, behold, and that means take note, check this out. This part is super important. It goes, behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Now, was that too loud when I read that? So let me go ahead and read it real quiet so you can hear me. Behold, that means to take note. His soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. But the just shall live by faith. You're like, Kathy, what the, what the what? Okay, hold on. We got to break this down a little bit more. So we're going to make it make it real plain and real simple. So it's basically saying, look, get off the pedestal. Stop letting people put you on a pedestal. Pride leads to death. It's basically what it's saying. He's like the faithful do not have their heads up in the clouds thinking that everybody should bow down at their feet, considering they ain't made nothing. Ain't none of us. Jesus, we made no sacrifice. We ain't saved, no, we ain't redeemed nobody. And yet we got the nerve to say, uh, I think I need the biggest crown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. No. He said, don't be prideful. Be faithful. Forget about pride. Be faithful. That's what you need to be. Faithful. And believe God. Amen. And then what you want to do is have you write this thing down. You write out your vision. You write exactly what you want. You know the next thing you need to do? You need to go ahead and give God some T-H-A-N-K-U. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for thou art worthy. And 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 is, Verse thing, verse 13, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Jesus is the gospel. He is the word, he is the truth and the life. And guess what? Because of Jesus, we get to live. Because of Jesus, not only do we get to live in this earth, we get to live in heaven. You know what life is? Life is the absence of darkness. Life is the absence of depression and sadness. Life is knowing that you have salvation and you have a right to the goodness of God. 
that's right i said it the father is the only one that is good and you have a right to his goodness you have a right to say lord i love you and i need you i believe in you i want your joy father The joy of the Lord is your strength. His joy is your strength because he had the strength to form himself, to give his seed, his blood to his son. He had the strength to pay the price to assault his own blood to redeem us because we were a stench in his nose that takes great power and great strength and great love and then he gave it to us for free saying no more sacrifices you ain't gotta do one more thing you ain't gotta give me one more ram one more bush one more bull one more dove you ain't gotta give me one more thing to get freedom and to be forgiven of your sins, you ain't got to pay no more price at all. I'm going to give you salvation for free. All you got to do is believe in me. It costs you nothing. I told you, love is free. You didn't pay the price. Jesus did. And the Father did. Jesus and the Father paid that price. Jesus is the face of the Lord. Now, once you believe, and it talks about belief in the book of Mark chapter one, and I brought up a couple more scriptures because the enemy was talking and he goes, yeah, I know y'all scripture. I know your book. You just going to go to Mark 11, 22 and 23. Uh Uh-huh. I said, okay. See, the enemy knows us. He knows the Bible, but he don't get revelation. I told you he ain't got nothing unless you give it to him and don't give him diddly squat. The only reason why I'm explaining this is so that you who are newly saved can get a hold of this. And so you that are saved for a while, but you ain't grabbed a hold of this. So you can grab a hold to it. It says in Mark 1:15, and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. To repent means to change your ways. Don't do a 360 because that comes back around around to sin. Instead, do a 180, which is flipping your back on sin. And every time the devil comes at you and says, go, that's you. Whatever. Turn your back and keep on marching on towards the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. You heard me. I say ignore the devil because he must flee from you. Turn your back on him and let the Holy Ghost be your rear guard. And keep on walking in the gospel. Keep on believing God. 100. In the book of John, 112, it says, But as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And what's his name? Jesus. That is his name. That is his name. Jesus. 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 
and John three sixteen through 21, it says, for God so loved the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. I got a little more time here. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. When that thing says might be saved, that don't mean probability or, uh, um, 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 let me see if this actually works. No, that means that you might, you may have the ability to choose. That means can that you can be saved, that you are able to be saved. Not like, oh, the word may work or the blood of Jesus may work. Or let me see. Let's test it. It's kind of like trying to, See who has the best fried chicken. No, no. The blood of Jesus is a definite thing. The only thing that is wavering is whether or not you will believe and say yes to the Lord. But you have the ability to be saved. The whole world because of the blood of Jesus. And verse 18, it says, he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. See, told you. It's not that the blood is not good enough because the blood is more than enough. It's that whether or not you will believe and say yes. And verse 19 goes on to say, and this unbelief, I'm, he, it doesn't say unbelief, but it says, and this, and this is referring to unbelief. And it says, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Their deeds were evil. That's like a man saying that I don't want to commit to one woman because I got 10 of them. I got 10 of them and I got five dudes. So I got sex from every different, every day, every variation and every kind. Cause a man know what another man won't. And a woman, well, you know, she can do it on and she all soft. I've heard men, I've, I've heard these things. And I've seen these things. I haven't heard exactly. I'm just putting my own spin on it. You know what I'm saying? But when people when people have that sort of variety and sort of uh, thing that is available to them, it's in their mind, they think that there's no way that Jesus can deliver them from all this because their flesh is satisfied. Well, here's my question to you. If your flesh is so satisfied, why do you need 15 different sex partners? If your flesh and if your heart and your mind is so satisfied, why do you need 25 different gods? If you are so satisfied in who you are, why you keep beating yourself up? Why you keep hitting your spouse if you are so satisfied? Yeah, yeah. Here, check this out. But he that doeth truth. Oh, sorry. Verse 20, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, 
lest his deeds should be reproved, rebuked. But he that do, he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God, meaning right in God, meaning God approves. When you come to Jesus and give your heart to the Lord and you say, God, take all this. I don't want none of this mess no more. I repent of my sins. I rebuke the devil. I don't want none of his devices or none of his pleasures. None of that. All his of all his vices and devices are pleasures of sin. All that stuff is wanting. Wanting is to not be satisfied, to continually want for something. It's to be never satisfied. It's a form of, it's insatiability. To be insatiable is to never be satisfied. When you need that many sex partners and you need that many gods and you hating people all over the place, that's insatiability. It's unfaithfulness and it's insatiability. And those things will lead you to death and destruction. And it just builds upon hate, upon hate, upon hate. It does. And God didn't make that for you. He truly didn't. And so God gave you the ability um, to believe. Amen. And so when we go over to uh, the book of Mark, we finally get over to Mark 11, 22 through 25. When you're praying and you're asking God for a specific thing, it says, and Jesus answered, said unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things, oh, I'm sorry. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye have them and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive if ye have ought against any that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Amen. Forgive. So the key, there's a key to prayer. It's to pray the father, to give him thanks. It's to be specific in your prayer request. It is to believe that you have it already. And guess what you do after you believe you had it and you have prayed. You possess it. You take it and you believe that it is yours. And Genesis, um, pardon me. Uh, um, mm, praise the Lord. In Genesis uh, chapter 27, verse two, it says, um, and Joel and Jacob, uh, said, sell me. Oh, I do apologize. Oh, I'm going too fast. I'm <laughs> okay. Uh, Genesis 22. Oh, that's Genesis 25, Genesis 27 and two. Uh, hold on one second. I, I, I forgot to put that up here, but you got to hear this one. You get, let me put it up here real quick. One second. Okay. So it's actually Genesis 27, two and three. And it says, and he said, and he said, uh, behold, now I am old 
I know not the day of my death. Now, therefore, take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field and take me some venison. And then he was basically, Isaac was telling him, look, uh, Esau, I want you to go out and uh, grab hold. I want you to take your weapons, grab hold of your weapons, your tools, your instruments. And I want you to go out and to slaughter and to pursue and overtake and grab hold of some good meat. I want you to bring it back and make it savory, such as I love, and bring it to me, and I'll eat it, and I so that that my soul may bless thee, may uh may bless thee before I die. And so basically, he was saying it's so funny that it says that. Now, see, we are the salt of the earth, and we make the earth savory. We make the earth savory, and the word "take" here means to pursue, overtake, and overcome, to grab hold, and to bring it close to your breast. Bring it close to you. Go out, this, this very sentence where it says, go out into the field. It's like, go ye into all the world. Take me, and it says, take me some venison. He's like, give me some meat. Give me some word. Give me some knowledge. I want you to go. He's basically telling me, look, I want you to use your wisdom. Go out there and give me something and bring it back and feed me. Feed me that I may. He's like, bless me that I may bless you. In Genesis chapter 12, Verses one through three, the Lord says, I will bless those that bless thee and I will curse those that curseth thee. Isaac was following the same thing. He's like, go get something to bless me that I may bless you. And he was telling him in so many words, I want you to use wisdom and go on out and get this. And his wisdom should have been, you better make sure Jacob don't come in to me is what you should have done. Is what to me, that's the in between what he was saying, because he's like, you know how deceptive Jacob is. I want you to make sure that you are the one that come in to me. And so um, he didn't do that. He just loved his brother Jacob. He thought Jacob would be his ride or die brother. Uh uh-uh. See, what Esau needed to do was to decree a thing. And you'll find that in Job 22 and 28. Because here's the the problem is, um, uh, so he needed, Esau needed to decree a thing. And it says in Job 22, 20, 28, thou shall also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways. And you need to decree what it is that you want. You need to discern who is around you, who is trying to take or block your blessings. That's the purpose of a decree. You decree what is yours so that it will come to you. So that no matter if the enemy sends one of his hordes, one of his people or things to go and block your blessings or try and take your blessings. They can't because you have already put a decree in before the ears and the heart of God. You've already put a decree there. Your words stand above the devil's. And so part of decreeing is understanding your value and your contribution in the kingdom of God and what you contribute. What you contribute is faith. You take the faith that God has given you. You're like, how is God's faith? God's faith my contribution? Because you believe God. You believe that God says that he will do what he said he would do, and he said he'll bless you. And so what Esau made a mistake and done is he gave away his birthright. And he did that in Genesis 25, 31, when he wanted a bowl of meal and uh, Jacob stood up there and asked for it, and he gave it away. Now, I know I'm talking fast here, but I'm running out of time. So in uh, Genesis 25, 31 says, and Jacob, sell me this day thy birthright. And so he was basically selling, Esau was uh, selling his birthright for a bowl of beans or whatever 
stuff Jacob was cooking that day. And oftentimes we'll do things like that. Like I went to Walmart one day and I was returning some things. And this girl said, oh, you just going to give me all your stuff. I said, uh-uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. No, I am not. And she was basically having me to sign. How You know how you sign your name and get you put your phone number in when you want to return an item. And I go, uh-uh, no, no. You need to stop doing that. And see, the funny thing is she knew exactly what she was doing. Every time somebody at one of those stores say, oh, give me all your information, give me all your stuff. They really do mean give me all your stuff because that is them decreeing a thing. That is the devil decreeing something through them saying, I'm going to take all your blessings. I'm going to take everything from you because all I got to do is decree it and it's mine because you don't have the sense to say, I rebuke you, devil. You can't take my stuff. So if you have allowed it any time, any person to say, give me all your stuff that's mine. I'm taking everything that's yours. Even in their jesting and joking, you rebuke it and you break that strong tie now. Say, I rebuke that strong tie, that stronghold, and I break that stronghold now because the devil cannot have my stuff. What God has made for me is for me. The blessings that the Lord has given to me are mine and I'm going to keep them and I'm not letting you have them, devil. You can't have them. Your birthright is in Deuteronomy 28, 6 through 15. Praise the Lord. And it says, blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. Blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouses and in all thy and all that thou settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord God, thy God, giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto him as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, and all the people of the earth shall see thee that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. The name is Jesus, Christian, glory to God. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods and the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee the Lord shall open upon thee his good treasures the heaven to give the rain unto thy land uh, in season in his season and to bless all the work of thy hand and thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not uh, be beneath if thou hearken unto the Lord unto the commandments of the Lord thy God which I command thee this day to observe and to do them and the Lord shall not, uh, and the and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after the gods to serve them, to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken, hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all His commandments and His statutes, which I command thee this day that all these curses shall come upon thee. And he goes on to talk about what kind of curse is going to come up upon you. Basically, you'll go to hell if you don't believe God. I mean, believe God, trust in him. 
God loves you and he wants you. He's telling you that you are blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. And the blessings of the Lord are yes and amen. And God wants you in his kingdom. He wants to bless you. He wants to love on you. He wants to uh, provide salvation for you because salvation is for you. You're like, Kathy, well, what does that have to do with prayer? I'm going to read this over again. When you pray, be specific in your prayer requests. Believe God. Take, take that, believe that you have that thing that you are praying and believing God for. Believe him. Pursue, overtake, and recover all. Believe God. Decree what you want to be yours. Understand that you are valuable in the kingdom of God because Jesus is valuable. Understand that you are never to give away your birthright. Never to give away your rights and the things that you are praying and believing for. If you're asking God for a million dollars, then ask God, make sure I understand that I'm not that I'm not doing anything to block my blessings, that I rebuke the devil and all his acts. Never give away your birthright. Never give away what you're believing God for. And trust him. And last of all, worship Jesus. Worship the Lord. God will do what he said he will do. Worship God. Believe God in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, uh, verses uh, 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 one through I'm going to just read it all the way. It says in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher, sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake for the angel. The Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone for the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Mm-hmm. Everything falls. Glory to God. And the angel answered and said unto the women, fear not ye for as I, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here for he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. And so basically the angel came to let them know, believe God, what he said will come to pass came to pass. Right. And so he's, he said that, right. And then it says, um, uh, 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 it says, uh, he is not here for he is risen as he said, he, uh, as he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell the disciples that he is risen and uh, from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall, uh, shall ye see him. Um, lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did ran, uh, run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, all hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Jesus showed up and let them know, I am here. I told you I would come. I told you I would die on the cross for you. I told you I would, I would go into hell, defeat death, hell in the grave, and I would rise again. He's like, I am here. I am here. He rose again. And he paid that price for all of us. So when you pray, pray like Jesus is right in front of you. Pray and worship. Pray and believe in. Submit, surrender, and believe God. These women believed God so much they went to the grave looking for him because he said he would rise in three days. 
And God is saying that right now you can be saved. No matter what you may have done in your life, you can be saved. Repent and be saved now. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I'll be sensitive to who you are and how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah the Father in your name, Lord Jesus. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. From th- and from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment Jesus I will get this world for you I pray this prayer to the father in the name of Jesus I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God amen